Look who it is again. I'm back. You didn't think I'd be here, but I am. <laughs> no, it's so good. It's so good to be back in the swing of things. And as you'll see over the next couple of episodes, it's not exactly the same show that I used to do. And uh, I'm not going to be doing the same thing where I sit here and just ramble for um, 20 to 30 minutes about a specific topic, even though that's kind of what today's episode is going to be. It won't be that every single week. I will be doing a different, a variety of content in here. As you heard from last week, I did a consulting call. This week, where I've got a topic planned. Next uh, week, I've got something special planned as well. Keep your eye out for that. You're absolutely going to love it. But uh, I want to make sure that every time you put this show on, there's something different. And if you like a certain thing, like maybe you like consulting calls and you only have to wait a couple of weeks and there's another one coming. So I, uh, I've got a lot of great content planned from here until the end of the year. <laughs> You'll be hearing more from me, that's for sure. But on today's episode, I want to answer a question that was submitted. Uh, I did over the time that I've been working with music artists, I've been collecting in my Notion like database. Essentially, I've got this file full of questions being submitted by music artists and I've got so many in there to answer. And essentially what I want to do is just pull one out at random and do the episode purely just from the one single question. Because I know in the past when I used to do the show, I'd try to answer like three questions every episode and it was fine, but it just meant that I had a time constraint. I remember I used to set in when I was in the garage, I had a Google home that I would say, set a timer for five minutes and I'd be answering the question while watching a timer counting down. Why did I make my life so stressful? That added so much unnecessary pressure on me to like not make mistakes. I don't know why I made my life harder than it needed to be, but it put a lot of pressure on me to answer the questions within a certain time, even if I didn't have the timer on as stupid as that was. Uh, but I think I can just provide way better value if I'm able to answer it properly, because I feel like the questions that I've saved are ones that I feel like everyone can relate to. And I think that giving more in-depth answers are going to be good for that. Anyway, so today's question I've got that was submitted was that how do you grow your audience and create interesting content when you spend all day in the studio? And I think this is a really, really good question. I mean, many music artists get so trapped in the process of only creating their art. You know what I mean? Like that's all they do is create music all day and they wake up and maybe they go to work. I mean, I'm not saying you don't have external things to go and do, but you are definitely like you, you, music is whenever you've got time to work on your music, you just literally work on your music. And I understand that. And I get it that it's fun or whatever, but that doesn't mean that uh, you can't also work in efficient, we'll say, time to promote your music. Because from the music artists that I've worked with, I don't expect people to have five hours a day to work on their music career. I understand that that's just not doable. It's not feasible and it's not realistic for most music artists. I mean, if it was paying the bills, maybe, but it's likely not for most music artists, which means that you probably have another job or you have other external commitments or you have external commitments and, and, and external responsibilities and an external job. So like your life's busy, right? So I try to make it so that you can optimize the time you spend to get maximum results. The way that I think is probably the most, uh, let's just say realistic and doable, but also doesn't require that you be so good at refining your time and maximizing the results you get from that time that you have to be a, like advanced at it because that's something that personally personally, I'm really interested in is trying to get the most amount of results out of the littlest amount of time I can put into something. And I'm quite good at it. And that's why I'm able to make it so that, you know, uh, I, I, I'm never finding any project to be too busy. I, I'm quite good at optimizing time, but you have to be good at it. It's a skill you get over time. I was never this good at it in the past and I'll be better at it in the future the more I work at it. 
So I'm not trying to say that in order to make this your reality, you have to be as good at optimizing time as an advanced person would be, because I think that that's a skill that that you probably underestimate or may not respect or may not give it the respect that it uh, ultimately deserves because optimizing time is difficult. But what I think Musicata should do is you can get your entire uh, marketing done and your content creation and everything out there into the world, promotion and starting conversations and speaking to the right listeners and building out content flows and all that kind of stuff and interactions, everything you need to do, I think you can get done in two half an hour blocks a day. Now, the best part about it is, is that we live in this amazing new digital age in which you don't need to go to an office to get that done. You don't have to wait till 9am before everyone else is in business hours to be able to begin your business. You don't have to finish at 5pm. So the best part about this is, is that you can get this done when it's convenient to you. Now, there are probably a lot of music artists listening that have certain time through the day that they could get this done. Maybe you could get it done on your lunch break at work. You go, no, I'd prefer to have my lunch break. It's like, so you're then what you're saying is that you value a break more than you do your music career. Like you have to decide with priority, as blunt as that may sound, what matters more. If you don't have time throughout the day and you think that you want to find other times to get it done, then what I do is I I recommend that music artists will do it in the morning when they first wake up and at night when they're going to bed. So you can get it all done from your bed. I mean, when you first wake up, if you can wake up with half an hour earlier, like with time to spare, which I know is uh, easier said than done, but if you can make that happen, then you can get it done in the morning before you go to bed. And then at nighttime, as you're going to bed, as you're in bed winding down on your phone, you can get it done. Now, you'd be surprised how much time we all waste on social media, just consuming, okay? If you are able to sacrifice some of that time, you can get it done at the times that you'd usually do that. However, I do recommend that instead of doing it throughout the day at different times, that you get it done in half an hour blocks because it allows you to learn and begin to understand how you can optimize your time better. So if you only have half an hour, uh, you will see every five minute block of that half an hour um, as an opportunity to refine down further. And that's where you need to be thinking like that's how this should all work for you. It shouldn't be, um, you know, spread out throughout the day where you're not sure you spent seven minutes here, three minutes here, five minutes here or whatever. I mean, if you're just a chronic social media binger, then you've got plenty of time. <laughs> you could be using that time to grow your music career instead. But most of the problem comes from the fact that people don't know what to say to their audience. Now, the, this episode for me to actually answer all of these questions is, uh, it, it would be quite a long episode if I was to go into all of these concepts, but to give you the surface level explanation, once you find your motivation, which is the message behind your movement, the better future that you're taking your listener to, you'll know exactly the type of content to provide to them. Now, when you first find it, it's going to be difficult because you'll be like, okay, I know the rough direction, but my motivation hasn't been refined enough yet to be able to know exactly where I'm taking people. Therefore, I'm not sure exactly what I should be saying to them. But as time goes on, you will find that you know exactly what you need to be saying to people because you'll get it from the feedback that they're actually putting on the posts that you're creating. Now, some of this, these posts can be super easy to make. I'm not saying that you can create all of your posts in that time. I recommend that on top of the half an hour in the morning, half an hour at night, or maybe I didn't say this before, but it would be totally fine to do one solid hour at night before you go to bed. When you're finished work and you're winding down for the day, take an hour and work on your music career. Even if it's just when you get into bed rather than watching Netflix or something, work on your music career. Cause as you see growth, like it's going to be, it's going to motivate you to do it more in the future, right? but you do need to create content. What I do recommend you do is not leave your content up to the day to make it because that's why people don't make content because like, I don't know what to say. I know I should say something. Now I feel guilty for not saying anything and it makes me not want to create, but then I feel guilty for not creating and so I should get it done. And it's just a stupid place to be because you end up just fighting <laughs> with your own guilt. 
uh, and lack of motivation. So what you can do instead is that once you know exactly what you want to say, you have to find your content pillars. Now your content pillars that I, uh, as I refer to them visually, I imagine them as the pillars that hold up your listen path, the path that moves listeners toward becoming a true fan. So the foundation of your path is made from your motivation. That path is taking them to the better future or is showing them that that's where they're going to be taken to then underneath that are the pillars that support it. Now, if you've listened to my content, you know that I don't talk about the same things all of the time. Sometimes I talk about music marketing. Yeah, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I talk about things that could be more classified more accurately as like self-help, do you know? Because I know that music artists need that. They need to understand their own mental uh, battles before they can go out and fight marketing battles, so to speak. But they don't understand the the, the, the framework of their mind and how they think about themselves first. I know that's a huge problem because I've identified that over the years. And also I've lived it myself as a music artist for 15 years. I was a music artist, uh, whatever that was. Anyway, there's way more to what I do than just talking about music marketing. Uh, I talk about branding. I talk about um, growing a culture of an audience. And these are all different things that are the pillars for my motivation. So I'm not just talking about the same thing all the time. So you have to find your content pillars and understand all the different angles in which you can solve your listeners' problems from. Now, I'm pretty sure I get confused. I know I've talked about a hundred thousand times, but I don't know whether that's just been through private messages, uh, through my Voxer circle when I work one-on-one with artists, or if I've done, I've definitely done episodes on it in the inner circle. So if you're an inner circle member, go and check those episodes out. But I'm pretty sure I might've done an episode that touched on content pillars on the I Am Northbound podcast. So maybe scroll back through some episodes and see if you can find one. If not, it's in the inner circle. So go and get your free week and binge that episode. But essentially your content pillars are essential because then you know, it's not just like, I mean, it would be so difficult for me, right? If I had to come up with seven pieces of content to post just on music marketing, it's like, how many ways can I say the same thing without it being boring? Much easier if I know my four content pillars and I know exactly how I can help music artists. And I go, cool. All I need to do now is think about a mindset issue that is holding music artists back. Maybe I'll think of two. Okay, easy. Uh, They procrastinate. And number two, they don't believe in themselves. So there's two angles I can do straight away. Music marketing, what could I do for something with that? Let's see if I can come up with two. Well, one, there's been some new algorithm changes lately and here's how music artists can take advantage of that. And number two, here's a mistake that music artists make when they're actually trying to promote their music that's actually detrimental toward them. All right, cool, that's four pieces of content done already. Now I've got three more to go. If I'm talking about branding here, or specifically uh, communication with listeners to make it more accurate because I've changed it in the new book. But essentially, let's let's do one straight up about branding. Here's, here's how you can brand yourself quickly and easily, maybe by utilizing a new tool that I found online. But then the second one could be, all right, here's how you speak to listeners individually and make sure that your messages resonate. Lastly, I've, let's do the other pillar, which is uh, the content pillar of, um, uh, you know, dealing with your audience as a, um, which is the content pillar for me of dealing with the culture of your audience and speaking to your audience in general. So I might do one on audience direction and how to move multiple people at once with the same message. So just then in front of your ears, I guess, not your eyes, in front of your very eyes, I came up with seven pieces of content. Did you see how easy that was when all I had to do was think of one or two per topic rather than seven? And then once that's done, it's just a matter of making them. Now, the problem that a lot of people make, especially music artists, because we have such a high standard of quality, it's like we don't want to release poorly recorded songs. So we spend so long making sure they sound good. That same mindset is applied to our content, which means that a lot of people like don't even like they, they, they quit before they get started because they think to themselves, well, that mountain isn't just like, you know, a mountain of creating content. It's a mountain of creating high produced, good quality content, which seems even harder to climb. So I can't even be bothered doing that. 
The good news is that type of content doesn't really do well online. Users are used to scrolling through TikTok, Instagram Reels, or whatever is popular at the moment and seeing how most of the content is created and finding a form of, let's say, subconscious rule set that's created around that. If anything comes through that breaks those expectations, they're going to naturally scroll past it, assuming that it's an ad. That's why when you see videos of people on TikTok that do things like how to make your TikToks go from this and it's a poorly lit TikTok and then they click their fingers and it's lit lit really well and they're like to this and it looks really professional. The type of video that would do really well on YouTube, but those videos usually have next to no engagement on them at all because that type of content just doesn't do well on TikTok. They're, they're, They're making their own lives harder by adding such a high production quality to the videos they create, which means that the videos that you need to create purely just need to be low key. They just need to be you in different environments, making it look natural or whatever. People love content on TikTok of them just answering a comment that was submitted. So there you go. There's a piece of content done for the week once you start getting comments. You just create another piece of content around the comment that someone's left for you or you start a conversation. Or the best part about TikTok that a lot of people just don't utilize is that you go on videos and you should always be doing this. Look at people in your field that are talking to the customer base that you desire to talk to and try to find a way to like to see what they're doing. So you can try to bring it back to what you do to try to find a way to talk to listeners in the same way. Do you know what I mean? Look at what they're doing and try to find a way to model what they do. Like don't copy it, but bring it back to what you do and try to see if it can work for you. Now, the best thing you can do on TikTok is you don't have to wait for comments. You can go into other people's comment sections, find a comment that you can reply to and create a video reply for that and create content out of that. So you don't have to even think about anything. You could create an online presence by just giving your opinion on questions asked on topics surrounding your motivation and how you're here to help people. So that's how you can do it. Creating content does not have to be hard. There are plenty of great TikTok creators out there that help you understand how you can jump on trends while being quote unquote lazy creators. Now I'm not saying that you're lazy at all, but that's kind of what people are calling it online, lazy TikTok creation, because you can still get a lot of exposure and a lot of growth without putting a lot of effort in. Now, if you're going to spend all of your time in the studio writing music, you're going to have to allocate some of that time to doing content, but that doesn't mean that you have to allocate all of your time. Also, studies have shown that if you put an actual boundaries on the time that you have creative uh, environment, you can become more productive. So don't think that by limiting your creativity that you're going to be limiting your output of songs or anything like that, because if you know that you only have two hours, you will put more effort in and not waste time and likely end up producing a higher quality and a higher volume of your compositions. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of I Am Northbound. If you want more episodes of advanced music marketing that dives into even crazier stuff than what you just heard, then go to IamNorthbound.com and join the I Am Northbound inner circle. Every single week, you're going to get access to a ton of content that talks about things that other people just aren't talking about. We dive into advanced music marketing strategies, psychology and its application to advertising, persuasion and scientific research. Trust me, this stuff is information you cannot get anywhere else and will give you the upper hand in growing your audience and getting your music heard. We'll be right back.